Rama episode 722, Solid State Stupid. <laughs> And I'll just apologize now for anyone with a speech impediment. <laughs> Welcome to Technorama. This is the show that takes a lighthearted look at tech, science, sci-fi, and all things geek. If you're returning to the show, thank you for coming back. If you're new to the show, welcome. Pull up a seat. My name is Chuck Tomasi from Phoenix, Arizona. And joining me right there is Craig Stepp. How are you, Craig? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Chuck? Awesome. We just had a nice- Awesome. Break. We had a nice break. I'm recovered from the break. <laughs> are you? Yes. You know, sometimes I know our you, friends are ha still having a po post con depression. We got away with no con crud this year. I was. I know I did. I'm fine. I I'm fine. I was impressed. We mm -hmm. we did not do the free awkward hugs though, except for Jesus. Yeah, I'm. I know you wanted to do it, but I kept thinking that's kind of risky. It came down to when we were busy a lot. Well, that too. We'll we'll talk yeah, more I, about that in the Patreon show though. We're yeah. we're getting things going. Okay, feedback for you, real quick. Are, are hey, wait. You, yeah. At least, at least to fill everybody in, our our comedy forecast technorama show actually uh, with I thought it went pretty well uh, for all the work that we put into it. Yes, well, we put a lot yeah. of work into previous shows, but this one seemed to flow much better. We've got some ideas. We tried something new. It worked mm -hmm. pretty well. Don't know if we can repeat that lightning in a bottle, but we'll certainly <laughs> give it well, a try. I wasn't going to go that far. <laughs> Light up the Not every lightning strike is just like mega, mega volts. <laughs> no, but uh, no, I just wanted to say it went really well. And thanks to everybody that, that was there um, to support us. All right. And welcome. Here Let's go. take the pre-show banner down. Welcome oh, yeah. to our viewers that are watching us live or watching us later. We do this as a live stream on Sunday nights at 830 Eastern time. If you're around, we invite you to join us. We'll get more into that later, too, as well. Where were we? We were going ahead with some feedback. We asked a question of the week last week. Letters. Oh, we get letters. We get your letters every day. Mailman, mailman, mail today. Reach right in and pull one out. Those letters. I love those letters. Our question of the week last week was, wait for it. There we go. What instantly ruins a movie slash TV show slash book for you? Maybe it's slash fic because <laughs> all those yeah. slashes were in there. And Steve Lennon replies back. He said, when they show everything important in the trailer, agreed. Of course. Or extremely bad CGI. like. Flash Gordon level bad. <laughs> or right. Bruce Willis after 2020. Not his fault. No. Yeah. We, I haven't watched any of those post Bruce Willis movies. Me neither. Which which uh response do you want to take? Um Jack Mangan says starring Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, that ruins it for him. I'll, wow. I'll double that up with starring Adam Sandler. I, I'll tell you, I don't seek out Tom Cruise, but I don't, I don't really hate him as an actor. He's all right, but I don't really seek him out like a lot of people do. He's kind of like or Keanu. Like, He's obviously, got a like, like Jack Mangan doesn't. <laughs> what's, what's that? It's kind of like Keanu. He's, He's got his his niche that I'll 
you know, I, I find hey, it acceptable. Take that name out of your mouth, Keanu. What? Don't talk to him about him like that. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, our friend Brian Parker, yeah. who I did see uh, at uh, at the parade as we were staging and stuff. Um, he says TV shows where four seasons in somehow uh, one of the lead characters that didn't actually graduate high school because they are so uh, they are missing credit for one class. So despite being in their thirties and or forties, the character has to actually go back to their old school, take the class. Magically, they pass it in a week, despite the best efforts of a mean teacher or bitter principal who is actually still working there. You know what that sounds like? Rodney uh, Dangerfield back to school. <laughs> it sounds like some of my worst uh, nightmares. Uh, ah, yeah. it's exam week and I haven't been going to class all semester. <laughs> oh, man. What are you watching, Brian? Wow. I got two from Gary. He says, Emily Estevez. I don't know if that should be Emilio and autocorrect fixed it or what happened there. Oh, yeah, maybe. And he said, severe recasting and story changes to source material. Yes and yes. Yeah. If you're going I tell to- you what, I, I think I mentioned this on the last episode. What takes me out, <clears throat> or used to, is when you watch the the TV move, mo- uh, the TV version of the movie you saw, and they dub over the 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 cussing, the swearing, <laughs> like the yeah. jerk. Come on, stupid! He calls it, <laughs> his dog was not called stupid. If he if no, it was not. But TV. that was yeah. stuff like that. I'm like, okay, you know. Just kind of funny. All right. That's our question of the week for this week. We will be back at the end of the show with another one for you. Whoop, wrong one. Ah. I got it. The band forgot to turn the page. <laughs> Speaking of the band, we're here to roll our history music. On this day in history for... There's a thing in the way. <laughs> September thirteenth, twenty twenty three. This is the two hundred fifty sixth day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. Hey, that means it's one hundred hex. There are just one hundred and nine decimal days left in twenty twenty three. Oh my gosh! Ugh. What? Am I hurting your brain already? I'm um, just a hun- you know hundred not. We're up three months. Uh huh. You know, it's like the two minute warning just went off. Uh huh. <laughs> it was on this date in 509 BC that the Temple of Jupiter Optimus Maximus on Rome's Capitolone Hill was dedicated on the Ides of September. I didn't know there was an Ides of September, but now you know. Surprise. Yeah, same. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm getting choked up here. The same date in 1609, Henry Hudson reached the river that would later be named after him. Henry Hen- River. Henry Creek. Yeah, Henry Creek. <laughs> Steel Creek. There you go. It was 209 years ago today that, the, in a turning point in the War of 1812, the British failed to capture Baltimore. During the battle, Francis Scott Key composed his poem, Defense of Fort McHenry, which is later set to music and became the United States National Anthem. That's right. That same date in 1848, Vermont railroad worker Phineas Gage survived an iron rod, it's like 1.24 inches, uh, in diameter being driven through his brain the reported effects on his behavior and personality stimulate discussion of the nature of the brain and its functions I say he's got a rod in his head let's study yeah. this further 
hey, put your boot against this forehead and we'll just pull it out. No, he's talking <laughs> gibberish. We must find out yeah. why. It was yeah. also on this date in 1898 that Hannibal Goodwin patents celluloid photographic film. Cool. And Henry Bliss is the first person in the United States to be killed in an automobile accident on this date in 1899. You that know, explains the dream I had last night when I put these notes together yesterday. I, you know what? I, when I read that, I keep thinking it was like Deadpool when the and the Zamboni. Yeah, You'll pretty be much. dead in five minutes. Just stay. <laughs> Really slow. <laughs> also, today in 1906, the Santos Dumont 14bis made a short hop, being the first flight of a fixed-wing aircraft in Europe. And the IBM 305 Ramac was introduced. The first commercial computer to uh, to use disk storage was on the state in 1956, and boy, was it big! How big was it? It was so big, your mom mistook it for herself i'm sorry that was a stupid that was a bad wow <laughs> that was that was a new low craig <laughs> craig's career in improv just went down in flames i was formulating that i was, I was on talking september about 13th 1977 general just stick with the script from now on uh, yeah september 13th 1977 general motors introduced the diesel engine with the oldsmobile diesel engine in the delta 88 the Oldsmobile 98, and the Oldsmobile Custom Cruiser models, amongst others. Those were some big cars. Oh, yeah. Um, It was... I thought you were going to say something else. Uh, It was 38 years ago today that the Super Mario Brothers was released in Japan for the NES, which started the Super Mario series of platforming games. Same date in 2001, civilian aircraft traffic resumed in the United States after the September 11th attacks. And happy birthday goes out of the state to American inventor, engineer, and businessman Oliver Evans, born on the state in 1755. And also Milton S. Hershey, American businessman, founded the Hershey uh, Company, Hershey Corporation, uh, was born on that same date in 1857. Milton now identifies as Hershey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Jesse L. Lasky, the American film producer, co-founded Famous Players Lasky. Wasn't that famous? I don't remember them. Uh, no. He was born 143 years ago today. I bet 140 years ago it was interesting. Uh, no. Anyway, Austria. I'll, I'm stick to the script. Stick with uh, the script. <laughs> Austrian German mathematician and academic Wilhelm Blaschke was born on that same date in 1885. Robert Robertson, the English chemist and academic Nobel Prize laureate, was born 137 years ago today. And American singer-songwriter and conductor Ray Charles was born on this date in 1918. Hit the road, Jack. Hit the road, Jack. Did you watch that movie, Ray? Yeah, a while back. Yeah, that was great. That's a good movie. Also turning yeah. 86 today is American animator, director, and producer, co-founder of Sullivan Bluth Studios and Fox Animation Studios, Don yes. Bluth. That's right. I love Don Bluth. Uh, born September 13th, 1939, American actor and voice artist Richard Keel. <gasps> Jaws from the James Bond movies. Oh, it? yeah. Also turning 79 is American singer, songwriter, bass player, and producer Peter Cetera. You know what his dad's name was? Mr. Cetera? No. Et. <laughs> See? Et cetera. Ba-dum-tch. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I like mine better. <laughs> <laughs> 
I had mine thought out first. Uh-huh. <laughs> Listener birthdays this week include September 14th, Andrew Peters. 18th is Jeff Schultz. The 20th is Joel Harper. And also on the 20th, Joel Rickenbach. Oh, Remy, rest in peace. That's the way it was on this date for September 13th, 2023. And we wish you all the best. Here we go. If you want to get on the birthday calendar, well, you go over to chuckchat.com slash birthday and we'll call out your name at the appropriate time of year. If it's your birthday this week and you're not on the calendar, we wish you all the best. Now, I want you to know, Alan, each day I open my window and I yell out that name on right. the birthday. Yep. Whether they hear it or not, I don't know. But so if you want to get on on that, and put your name on the list. Or move closer to Craig. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can drive by at the right time in the morning. Work anniversaries, divorces. What? Yeah, he's just shouting things out his window. Chuck's iPod died or whatever. <laughs> what was that? Your iPod on the on the birthday calendar? What was that? It's in there somewhere. You can find yeah. it. All yeah. right, let's look at the news. Random blue button. News and weather, everyone. Well, kind of mixed news here. We're all aware that, you know, self-driving cars are coming. We're working on that technology. It's not perfect yet. And according to one article from McSweeney's.net, <laughs> he said Sweeney. Yeah. Our self-driving cars <laughs> will eventually save countless lives when they're all talking to each other and know what's going on. But first, some of us, some of you may have to die. It's kind of the process of learning lessons. The, hey, you got to break some eggs to make an omelet. Right. And, you know, well, I, I would I would say that if we didn't have self-driving cars, more people will die because humans make er more errors than the computers will eventually. You just got to get the machine yeah. learning down and trained. Yeah. But there's going to be situations like, a kangaroo? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> and the car yeah. crashes. We didn't I'm sorry. We didn't have that model in the... In the right. In the Something went... Things don't go hopping across the road. That's just not right. Yeah. I mean, I can see it totally eventually it will be better. Um, but yeah... I, the other problem is people are relying on the self-driving too much when it's not good enough. It's, you know? it's not, it, yeah, it's not fully autonomous level five, mm -hmm. you know, Johnny cab kind of thing where you sit back and let it take you where you're supposed to go. I don't know if I want the Johnny cab, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy puppets in your car. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I mean, I look forward to it, but I don't, you know, I like driving myself anyway. I don't know. Uh, sometimes like on a long, Okay. Here's a good example. Driving to Atlanta, uh, like I do for Dragon Con. Yes. A four-hour drive. It's a long, boring drive. It'd be nice to not actually, I mean, just to kind of monitor things, you know. And just, right. Just sit in the back and let it take you. No, I wouldn't go sit in the back. <laughs> I would. I'll be in the I'll be in the trunk, car. I'll, uh, look, call me if you need me. <laughs> no. No, but think no. about when you get those interchanges where people are merging on there's a there's an on-ramp and then followed by an off-ramp and people are trying to move left and right at the same time and you can't really do that zipper mechanism quite right if all the cars yeah. were automated sure it would be a lot smoother you wouldn't have people you know slow down wave you on people cutting you off like flipping you off and unless people are hacking their cars and going i'm putting it in jerk mode <laughs> jerk mode the car starts flipping you off because it's mad at the other car. <laughs> hey. 
And you may have some level after, of road rage. Uh, some aftermarket. Yeah, the computers are getting <laughs> mad at each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I see the benefit of it, but and like I said, a long highway, you know, rides like that, be nice to kick back just a little bit and just monitor what's going on rather than, you know, having it. I mean, you know, what's funny is I don't know if I could give my full, it would take some, um, some training on my part to trust the computer, because even if I put on like cruise control mm-hmm. and you know how cars start slowing down a little bit too much and you're like, Oh, I feel like I'm, if you, you feel like you're going too fast, you have to kind of break it. I mean, turn the, uh, the, the um, cruise control off. You no. ever get that feeling? No. My my irritation is I set cruise control to, you know, 68, and then the car creep. I creep up on somebody going 64. I know. Going, That's what You're totally killing my cruise control vibe here, buddy. I'm just saying it's an out-of-control feeling. If you're, you don't have your foot on the gas and the, the brake, and I see the car starting to slow down a little bit too fast, you know, no. I got to you gotta stop. I, I'm, you're not understanding me then. No. Uh, <laughs> it's that out of control feeling. You're giving it up to the computer. I I am perfectly willing to do that. <laughs> okay. I don't know. The computers I've worked on, uh, I wouldn't trust them. I, I, I agree. It, it will take some time to build that trust. I just had an incident mm-hmm. today. I picked up Lisa from the airport. There's... Mm-hmm. And my, my Honda's got a sensor on it that says, hey, you know, you're getting too close. You're going too fast. You might want to step on the brake. And then eventually it will step on the brake for you. The yeah. car in front of me was plenty. I mean, plenty. Lisa will attest to this. Lots of space. All of a sudden the car goes, beep, 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 beep. Arr! Not a dead stop, but slammed on the brake. I'm like, man, I could have been rear-ended right you? there. There was a glitch in the matrix with my car today, and I am not happy about it. Hmm. Is that and you said there were cars behind you? Not immediately, not immediately. They 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 were not in <laughs> danger of rear ending me. They're like they're like, what the hell's this guy doing? <laughs> yeah, because there's nobody in front of him. At least not in right. In, in, I mean, th- eventually there's somebody in front of you. But yeah, well, I, was, I was a little and... perturbed about that. I think I got to go check and see if there's a firmware upgrade somewhere. A firmware upgrade. Well, or I wonder if they can look at logs. Lisa said it happened to her once in in our car too. Like, mm. maybe uh, maybe you need to clean around the sensor or something. I don't know. Yeah, too many bug guts splattered on it. There's <laughs> yeah. a big mosquito on the yeah. on the sensor. Mosquitoes, probably one of those killer hornets that block the thing out. You're too close. Yeah. You're too close. It's right on top of you. <laughs> well, maybe the car heard us talking about possible replacement too. Ah, oh. You know, cause all the you don't ever everybody. talk about replacing the car while you're in the car. Everybody. Have you not yeah, learned? Every, everything listens to everything now. No, you never. Never. I've never done that. Let's go on to the next article. Okay. From SciTech Daily, there's an article about a natural molecule that can reduce or even eradicate plaques and cavities by 90%. I'm not even going to try That's- and pronounce it. Okay. I saw, yes, I am. Three comma three prime, that's an odd name. Diindolimethylene, no, uh, diindolimethane. D I M. Okay, decreased the Streptococcus mutans biofilm, which is a leading contributor to plaques and cavities, by up to ninety percent. I think this is pretty dang cool. 
Because no matter how much you brush and floss and mouthwash, crud still gets on there and causes mm-hmm. damage. So sure. you know, I, I, I would just like something to decrease the scraping and whatnot when I go into the dentist every four months. Right. And when I was reading through this, I, I was wondering how the, would they add it to your water and stuff. But apparently... They would just, uh, you could, they could add it to your tooth, toothpaste and to, sure. you know, any mouthwash and that kind of stuff. So, well, that um, assumes people are going to be using toothpaste and mouthwash. Well, yeah. And then there's a, I think there's a, there's a subset of people that do not even like fluoride in the water or in your toothpaste altogether. Right. Right. So, so there's that. Um, so I don't know if they'd be down for, something else on their in their uh, in their mouth but i'd like to get a few more tests to make sure this is safe in the long term and whatnot sure but go ahead add away i'm all for it. yeah five years from now oh it turns out that that uh dilemethylene stuff we put in your toothpaste uh causes tooth decay or brain cancer or <laughs> i don't think it would cause tooth decay i think they would loss of hair <laughs> ed yeah ah. <laughs> that's right I'd rather have my teeth at my age yeah. <laughs> rather have my teeth okay all right moving on yeah we have an article from hackaday that says tape is very very quiet and this is kind of yeah. cool it's a 3m tape made exactly for silencing the, the video opens up with a guy with two gongs and he goes listen to this one gong now listen to this <laughs> right. one Thunk. Yeah. He, all he did is he put a piece of tape. Now it's not just any old duct tape. It's a mm-hmm. special piece of tape made for dampening sound. And okay. did a did a number of tests with this cookie sheet, baking sheet kind of thing, and explained it out pretty well. I thought it was pretty cool. It looks just like duct tape. Well, um, it does, but, but it's but not. Yeah, it's not. Huh? The the one he has on the cookie sheet on the video is duct tape, but it's holding on a metal plate. That he did two experiments. One has a dampening material between the cookie sheet and the metal plate, and the other is just the metal plate. So he did all yeah. kinds of different variations, like what exactly is going on here? And that dampening, like almost like a rubberized uh, material between mm-hmm. the cookie sheet and the metal plate is causing it to decrease the noise. He was he was hitting it with a steel ball. He go bang and measured the audio at about 108 yeah. decibels. And then he put on some of this dampening tape or the dampening material with the plate and the compound and reduced it down to about 90. He said, now, this is the part that bothers me. What's that? <laughs> he said it reduced it by 50 times. It's like times is a multiplier, not a reducer. It's like saying I have three times less, you know, oh. it, it, it's totally contradictory. You have a third less or you have a... 50th of yeah, that but yeah that's what you're saying yeah like i also get what he's saying but yeah i understand what you're where you're coming from you can't reduce something by multiplying <laughs> unless you it multiply pretty, it by you know 0.02 that's 50 yeah. times less but i did think it was pretty cool especially that like you mentioned that first one he had the two gongs and one was like bong and the other one went funk <laughs> yeah that was pretty cool i mean what oh you know what this would be great for what you know like one of my old cars where I had some duct tape holding the fender on (laughs) to make it. No, that's not going to make your car run quieter. Reduce the air noise. (laughs) 
Have you ever been in one of those uh, airport shuttle vehicles where they get you to and from the hotel or the rental car place? Yeah. And those things squeak. It, it sounds like they're going to fall apart. Yeah. Maybe we could tape it together with that. Or oh, there's nothing like being into a, in a vehicle where it feels like it's uh, the torsion on the body. You can hear the the car creaking. Right. That's that's what I'm talking about. <clears throat> my yeah. my old Chevy van used to sound like that too. Like this. It's going to rattle apart at the seams if I hit another pothole. Yeah. Need some more structural uh, piping through here. Put some of that quieting tape on it. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I thought it looked cool. Um, That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. All right. Quick shout out to the chat room. Who do we got hanging out? No comments in the chat tonight. What? Somebody's we got out one there person watching. watching. Well, at There's this no point comments. we do. The other 50, you know, came and left and ran away and went, I'm not watching this nonsense. Some crickets in there. I saw that coming. Sorry. <laughs> Mouth is kind of dry tonight. Well, we wish you would join us on Sunday nights at 830. You can go mm -hmm. over to Facebook or YouTube. We're watching both. We're broadcasting to both. You can join us in the live chat. We'd love to see you there. I don't know. Maybe it's NFL season and people are just watching Sunday night football. Mm. Whatever. I forgot about that. That's right. Well, there's always something going on on Sunday night. Our but demographic isn't isn't typically the big uh, sports ball people. Sports ball. Shall we go on to the remember when section? Yes. Let's All do. right. Let's take a look at that. We have one gentleman who is preserving the new history of PC games. Now the really? article goes the on new? to say that uh, he's working on porting a lot of the games over to Linux. You know, in 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 the early days, you had like 16-bit or 8-bit games that were on cartridges and someone yeah. exported them to ROM files and you can use those for retro pie game machines or MAME or whatever you like to play those. Mm -hmm. But the newer stuff, uh, a little more tricky, especially the PC games. Somebody loaded up their game or, or uh, downloaded it on uh, Windows 7 and now you get up to Windows 11 and you know the operating system has changed underneath significantly. The processors have changed significantly. The drivers, a lot of these things just don't run because there's a different stack involved. So when the application yes. layer comes along, it goes, and eh, no. Yeah. <laughs> He's working on fixing that or, or archiving this. Um, what was the guy's name? Um, da -da 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 -da, I'm looking for it. So there's there's a famous guy. Oh, named I can't remember his name either. Fez, uh. who, who's done a lot of this archiving. And this guy is Ethan Lee. He's not as well known yeah. as... Fez developer Philip Fish, or Phil Fish. <laughs> Phil Fish. Gefilte Fish? What was his name? Uh, but he has been doing this since about 2010, and he a lot of his games were in the Humble Bundle uh, bundles for a while. That's a bit redundant, but yeah, uh, they were in Humble Bundle for a while. Not so much anymore, but he's got you know, 11, 12, 13 years of experience doing this. So, kind of cool. I didn't play any of the titles that he's preserving. Yeah, some of these are, uh, I'm not familiar with, but what's what's really cool is, you know, I, I think the, uh, the Internet Archive has done a good job with some of the games that they have on there, and some of them are, very, are playable. I don't think there's, they're, they include the ones that he's talking about here, right? but uh, even arcade games, there's some on the Internet Archive you can just play in the browser. It's amazing to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. I mean, anytime you've got an emulator or a simulator, you're 
likely going to have some kind of overhead or latency that you didn't have in the original game. Yeah, yeah. All right, another article we've got is uh, looking back at the Dell Precision 420. This is a <laughs> repost of an article this guy did from, what was it, September of 2000? It was, yeah. And, this and, was a popular machine there for a while. Oh, yeah, and it was a killer machine at the time. You know, two Pentium 3 processors, 256 gig of RAM. I mean, it was... A zip drive. And a CD-ROM and a three and a half inch floppy. 256 <laughs> meg of RAM. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Zip drive included. <laughs> but the other interesting thing was that it came, you could get it preloaded with Linux. That was one of the first ones to do that. Otherwise, you know, it was up to the oh, hobbyist yeah. to download the distro and burn a CD-ROM and do it yourself. This mm-hmm. one, you could actually load it that way. So this was, this was kind of cool. Yeah, it did have a CD-ROM. <laughs> yeah. And you can see as has uh, the on the screenshot. You can see an early version of GNOME, I think, running uh, on there. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, well, computers were starting to. Red Hat was really hot there for a while. Remember, they actually um, did they not go public in two thousand? Or it was about that time. Yeah, yeah, shortly thereafter, and they were really making a push to get Linux on a lot of stuff. And everybody kept talking about, "Oh, this is the Linux desktop is coming. Linux desktop is coming." What's well, kind of always been here, but it hasn't been the level I think people were hoping. Right. Uh, but certain, very usable uh, for sure. Even at that time, it was really great. So they had this um, at the price of 3,000 pounds. Now, in year 2000, I think the dollar to pound conversion was between one and a half to two. So call this 4,000, maybe $5,000. Mm-hmm. That's a pricey yeah. machine says, the pros of this machine, well-built, high-specification hardware, reasonable Linux configuration. The cons, some rough edges to Linux configuration, no sound support, no ISA slots. <laughs> People were still Which, looking for ISA slots at that point. Yeah. Well, what, I also thought it was funny. I know you mentioned the processors, but the you know talk, we're, we're here talking about a Pentium 3. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just laughable. Oh my gosh. Hey, that was a hot processor once upon a time. Uh, literally hot. No, 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 no. You're thinking of the early Pentiums, like the Pentium 50. I know. Or 75. Yeah, that that one was hot. Catch on fire. Yeah. Uh, it was so hot. I'm, yeah. How hot Uh, was it? Let's try this. I think I've, I think I burnt my finger on one one time. Put the heat sink back on. Well, well, I was building computers. I I think what happened was, uh, it was on it or no, I forget what I was on. I had it on testing and something wasn't right. And I was going to pull the CPU off. I wasn't thinking. And I took the, oh, the machine was off of course. And I took the, uh, the heat sink off and it just popped off. You know, I don't have to grab it. And then I went to take the CPU out. It's like, geez. Yeah. Uh Oh, I just realized something. We did our retro show on our podcast. Remember years ago, like I think it was 2005. We did a, a look back at like 1987 yeah, right. Okay, that was only 18 years ago. It's time to do that again. We've been oh, podcasting so? for 18 years. We should do a show from 2005. We just play reviewing, one of our old podcasts. <laughs> re- review, yeah, reviewing podcasts from 18 years ago. That's right. I went, wait a minute. We were talking about old computers back then. Ah, it wasn't that old. Ah, no, it, it is wasn't. now. <laughs> I think we, I think I had an old episode. I think we did pretty good until I'm, I think I said, I'm, I'm used the word 
gig and like memory or something instead <gasps> of me- megabytes. Yeah. Oh, well. Should we thank our patrons now? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Thank you to our patrons. These are the special people that find it in their hearts to donate to this show. They go to mm-hmm. patreon.com slash Technorama podcast. Yes. We actually saw some this last weekend. Or, uh, we did. We did. We'll give them a call out when we get there. All so right. Put the little banner on the bottom so if somebody watching this knows how to contribute. Like Alexis Duran, Amber Elstad, Amy Bowen, Ab- Abner Braverman, Ben Vaughn, Brian Brown, Chris Martinez, Chris MC, Dandy Mancoyer, Denise Inglis, Gary Lindros. We saw him. He was, yep. John Clifford, John Noble, Yorgos Rowan, Crazy Joe Adventures, Kyle Nishioka. He was there. Leon, yep. he was there. He was. Mark Kilfoyle. Brad he wasn't Miller, there. He wasn't there. Brad Miller was not <laughs> there. Mike Wills, Saturday Morning Media. He hasn't been there in a while, but we have seen him. Stephen yes. Weshy, Steve Cody, Steve Therian, Steve Webb, Steve London, and Tim Cook. Thank you very much to all those people, whether you were at DragonCon or not. We appreciate your support. For as little as a dollar show, they get their name called out on the show. They get a special podcast. They get a podca- a, a, po- a postcard or two a year. A special picture when we were on the Star Trek cruise. We'll have to think of something to do on the next one. we got six months to figure that part out. And uh, depending on your level, there's some other perks. We're working on the 2023 t-shirt to go out soon. Soon, I tell you. Soon! <laughs> so just go over Yay. to patreon.com slash technorama podcast. We would love to add you to that list. Let's see. Fade that out. All right. And we, what do we get to next? The remote. Yeah. I can never find Where's this the remote. Where's I can't remote? find it. Let me check the seat cushions again. Yeah. There it is. Uh, it's got some teeth marks on it. I guess the dog got it. I don't have a dog. <laughs> Maybe the ra- <laughs> raccoon got in again. Well, whose dog was it? <laughs> raccoon. So I watched uh, season five of Disenchantment. This is the Matt Groening car- cartoon that is on Netflix. It's the uh, finale, right? It's the, it's the final season. season. Yeah, there's no coming back from this one. I'm not going to spoil okay. anything, but the story is concluded. Okay, so, good, because I haven't gotten to it yet, so I'm going to yeah. finish it I up. enjoyed yeah. it. It's It's got some interesting callbacks. It's got some great humor, you know, in the typical... Matt Graney way, you got to pause every once in a while and go, what did that sign say? Because something right. goes by, like, okay, that's pretty dang funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's not quite on the intellectual level of hidden Easter eggs in Futurama, but there's some there's some fun stuff in there. You can't just jump in and watch season five either. You have to build up to it. So yeah. I've enjoyed it. It it wasn't, you know, high brain stimulation humor. It was a great thing to watch at the end of the day going my brain is toast i need something that doesn't take a long time to watch each of these big investment to watch (laughs) yeah short little 30 you know 20 30 minute videos going yep next one next one next one right okay so there are 10 episodes in season five didn't take long to get through all of them this last week okay well uh, i think it's no surprise that we've been watching futurama i know you have too uh, (laughs) yeah say what um, which I'm enjoying it. It re- literally picked up where the last 10 years ago, the season, <laughs> the last season, 10 off. years ago. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, pick where you just pick right up. Um, and it is, I've had some people ask me, uh, you know, is it any good? And I'm like, if you liked it before, you're going to like it now. It's pretty much the same. You right. know, it's just more and more and more. Well, they're, uh, they're so. poking fun at themselves too. Uh, oh gosh. The yes. first one was oh, all very about much bringing so. back shows or canceling shows that, uh, and, and bringing them back after especially, 10 years. Yeah. Especially that first episode, they were really digging into that. Um, yeah. yeah, they're not, they're not below picking on themselves or above picking on themselves. I mean, 20 so. years ago in 2003, Kiff and Amy had, you know, babies and set them free into that pond. And he <clears> yeah. made a comment. He goes, Oh, we'll be back in about 20 years or so. They came back. It's now 20 years later and the kids are ready <laughs> to be hatched. Like, wow. That's, yeah, that was, that's a great one. That's a long tail joke right there. <laughs> Not oh. as long as, uh, I saw a news story during disenchantment. They had a credit in the, in the, in the opening credits. That was a callback to the Simpsons, like 28 years ago. The comic book guy, uh, Bart brings in like a, 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 an animated cell of itchy and scratchy. And it's just like itchy's arm. And the comic book guy makes a comment. He goes, you know, that is, you know, not drawn by this guy. It's something else. And it's useless. Uh, the yeah. name he throws out shows up in disenchantment credits. <laughs> like, wow. That's how did you know that? Did you read that somewhere? Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say, wow, you picked up on that. Yes. I'm that much of a <laughs> Simpsons fan. Not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not that deep. I mean, I'm a fan, but wow, that's pretty deep. All right, my second um, one was an older yeah, film ahead. called U571. I think it was mm -hmm. 2000, 2002, whatever it was. Uh, it's yeah. available on Netflix. I feel like an old man because I'm watching movies about submarines and World War II, but that's okay. <laughs> Par for the course. It's know, like again. the, it's like the uh, what is it, the progressive ad with the doctor? He goes, who else reads books about submarines? Oh, yeah. Uh, my dad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was you were seeing those commercials? Is that the same ones you're talking about? Where uh, don't, the guys don't turn to into your parents, like old, yeah. Don't turn, yeah. Don't, don't turn your parents, yeah. Uh, good show. It's based on a couple of events that the uh, the U.S. Navy used to retrieve the Enigma machine and the codes, and I I thought it was great. It was it was a nicely done story. You could feel the tension in the situation. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, some of the, some of the special effects were like, okay, that's a six foot model. You can tell from the way that the waves are splashing or the way it sinks or, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was well done. Not, you know, not as far as I know, not exact to facts because they cite, uh, three, uh, separate incidents. Like this happened in 1941, this happened in 42, this happened in 44, and right. the submarines that were there, like U-505, I'm like, well, where's the incident with 571? So I think this was an amalgam of those uh, actual okay. situations, right. which last I heard, U-505 was raised and it's in Chicago. It's on display. So there wow. is a former U-boat if you want to go check one out. Okay. Um, the other show that, uh, again, no surprise that we're watching, because actually we're reviewing it on our our topic is Trek show. Yeah. Uh, lowered. Yeah. There you go. Topic is Trek.com. Uh, the lower decks. Um, everybody got a little bit of a promotion and they're all still doing the same stupid stuff, you know, around Star spoiler alert. Star yeah. in the Star Trek, uh, universe. And it, again, it's more of the same, probably a little bit heightened, just a little bit, you know, a lot the same of, of back thing. references to other Star Trek shows. A lot of, Oh my gosh. It's, 
that's the whole shtick. You know, yeah. there's there's uh, references to everything Star Trek. So I'm really enjoying it uh, again. You know, just continue on. I think it's very good. So I'm looking forward to another season. Uh, hopefully they'll have another season. Yes. If you're a Star Trek fan, I highly recommend this because they they make a lot of call outs. I particularly like the little robot salamanders. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god. With the yeah, evil some... mustaches on them. <laughs> like at first they kind of fell over. You know. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> and if you've ever seen Voyager, you'll know what I'm talking about. But this is just pokes fun at themselves all the time. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. The third one for me was on the flight back from Dragon Con. I watched Shazam Fury of the Gods. Unfortunately, I didn't have time to watch the whole movie. Uh, so I put it on 1.5 speed. And I managed to fit it all in just as we landed. <laughs> oh, wait, you can change the speed on the yep. in flight? Yep. Huh. Okay. I got I got the gist of what was going on. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I wouldn't, you know, call this the movie of the year, but it was a fun superhero movie. I did mm-hmm. not see the first one, but you can kind of figure out what happens based on. Oh, that. you haven't seen the first one? What did I just say? I know. I'm surprised. You <laughs> no, need... I did not see the first one. You uh, do yourself a favor. Go check that one out. That was. I really will when really I can good. find it. I just happened to be scrolling around and went, all right, oh. we've been talking about this lately. Let's see what goes on. Yeah. You know, obviously, he gets his powers and then. He shares them with his brothers and sisters. So it wasn't you know, hard to figure out. You know out who Shazam him. is. I mean, I watched, been the, for... I watched the TV show in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Sure. Hey, actually, he shows up. Um, the guy that played Billy in that TV show. Oh, my. He's, he's, he's on the street or something in a scene. I went, and he has the shirt, you know, that red shirt with yeah. the yellow cop. Yep. I was like, oh, that's uh, that's I can't remember his name. Uh, that's the guy from the original show. And sure enough, it was. Dope. Um, today I I had I drove from uh, my mountain house home, and it was a you know I had a couple hours to kill, so I I was catching up on podcasts, and uh, I know I've mentioned it before, and Chuck turned me on to the Hidden Brain podcast, and I was listening to that today because I had several episodes to that, listen that to. Continue. That is probably the highest recommended podcast I have this year. It it's amazing. Yeah. Every topic makes you go, I I got to work on that. Or yes, that's something I do that I didn't think about before. Well, there was one, and there. Okay, so uh, there was a the you like in myself and you two point uh, series where yep. he he had several uh, podcasts right in a row. Uh, they were sort of related, you know, but kind of went through. Um, improving yourself and one of the things that really struck me was the uh what's his name fred bryant he was talking about savoring how to savor those moments and be in the moment and he was talking about at first about going to some of his kids functions and being like half present you know because part of your brain's going uh i could be doing something else i could be doing this right why you know there's other at other the other cp cycles are been in looking at something else. So um I got a little worried about that because I, I know I've done that in the past. Everybody and I was thinking, has. You know, yeah. you know, I was worried about you know, I started thinking about thinking back of all the time I because I didn't I rarely missed anything that Harrison did ever. Uh which I think is I uh, take pride in that. And I was worried about there's probably some times I was developing something in one side of my head while I'm there to watch the other, you know, watch him. Right. 
anyway, there were the savoring uh, part. I thought was very, very um, uh, informative. Not informative. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I thought I thought it was a it was it was great introspective. It was, it was very enlightening. enlightening. Yes, and I, I realized some of those things I did do, um, like with Harrison each night for a long time. I would ask him what was his favorite thing of the day, and he would talk about it for a minute, and then we would pray together uh, once he went to bed. Um, so some of those things I I did do that Fred had mentioned in the podcast. I was like, okay, great. I'm I'm not that far off, you know, Yep. but that, that was really good. Uh, I can't recommend this podcast enough uh, because uh, it's just so informative. And like you said, makes you think. So. Yeah. Hidden brain. Great podcast. The, the latest one from Monday, the fourth was all about uh, your inner critic. Yes. I'm, I'm almost finished with that one. That one was very good. And and actually how to turn that inner voice that kind of beats you up every once in a while, because we're all tougher mm-hmm. on ourselves than we are on other people. And and how to turn that voice into an ally. And when yeah. you have, instead of self-criticism, you have self-empathy, you become more empathetic to others. And mm-hmm. like, wow, okay. It, they're, they're, yeah. it, plus it, it reduces anxiety and anxiety defeats the ability to learn new things quickly. I'm like I'm sign me up. <laughs> yeah. I, gotta, I gotta work on yeah. that. Yeah. I'm about halfway through it. I think, and I, you know, and I, I am hard on myself sometimes, you know, I drop something and break something. And I'm like, you know, you dumbass. And, you know, I'm thick in right, my head. Right. I'm <laughs> you idiot. Uh, yelling at myself. And I'm, this is, I, I am uh customer number one when they're, who they're talking about here. So uh, I need yep. to go back and, Finish that up. So good stuff. Thanks for calling that one oh, out. By the way, there I love the logo. It says hidden brain and the E's kind of reversed, you know, mm-hmm. and the A at the bottom I think looks like a safety cone. Well it's it's, sort of it's like re- reversed color or something. It's reversed color. Yeah. Uh it's blacked out, right? Yes, yeah, reversed. And it just looks like a safety cone. <laughs> I never saw that. that that way. Okay. We'll have to look really okay. Yeah. We try looking at it again and see what I'm talking about. All right, that takes us to the end of the show. We do. We just have one more question of the week for you this week, and that would be: What geek-centric holiday should be nationally recognized? Oh, hmm. there's like Sysadmin Day, which is the last Friday in July. Well, this question popped in my head because we we just had Star Trek Day. We Star Trek Day. There's Star Wars Day, which mm-hmm. isn't the official day of like the movie release or anything. They just do May the Fourth because. Yeah. It's a fun yeah. pun. Play on words. Yeah. Fun pun. Fun pun. That's that's fun too. <laughs> right. So we want to hear from you. We're going to socialize this. We're going to try and get this out on Saturday, right, Craig? Not Sunday afternoon. The question of the week. I don't know. Maybe you should start posting. Can we it. get those out on Saturday? You start posting those. I Actually, I'll, I I'll I'll try my best to schedule them when I post our show. You know, come out on time. Well, when we post them two hours before the show, we don't have a whole lot in the show for responses. I know, but I got to, you know what? There's a lot to do on the back end here. That I I'm, know. There's a lot. <laughs> okay. I'm getting HR involved. We need to spread out the the tasks for the show. <laughs> now we're sounding like an old married couple. Why do the dishes? <laughs> I know. Yeah. I don't mind cooking. 
Get in contact with us. We want to hear from you. You can reach us on the listener line, 707-530-2428. That's 707-530-CHAT. That was the beginning music. Let's try the ending music. Let's say, wait a minute. That didn't sound right. Yeah, and bye. <laughs> we, had, yeah. we had one person call. If it was a person, it sounded more like a machine, like a fax machine trying to connect. It just went beep, beep. I thought yeah. we were having an interview with Captain Pike again. But yeah. I think we already played that game once. Yeah. You can email us at technorama at chuckchat.com. Just write, write a message that says beep. <laughs> yeah. Send something. Call us for crying out loud. We want to hear a human voice. It's been so yeah. long. Uh, we love you all. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate you giving us your time. Thanks for watching. If you're watching, had some cool stuff going on today. And thank you, Craig, for all your help. Give him a binary high five and we're out of here. All right. 101. Take care, everybody. Thank you.